Us Watch podcast where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May and with me is... Oh boy, it's uh, John. Oh boy, John, how's it going? Oh, it's going. Oh boy, it sure is. We are starting season four and I am so excited. Oh my god, guys. I I am so fucking excited to get into this season. This yeah. is such good TV. This is like height, really good fucking TV, and I'm so excited. So, it's a lot so, of fun. So excited. Yeah, me too. Oh, man. Okay, so. I was thinking, if I might cut you off. Please. I thought we could do something to commemorate. One, I'm sure we're both very surprised that we have gotten even this far. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, with this, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, we we started this podcast because we have been kind of talking about it for a long time. Sure. And we kind of always knew that it was going to be Dexter because we wanted to go through Dexter. Well, if you remember, our original pitch was going to be a bit more video games based. Yes. Hence why our intro is video game based. Yeah. <laughs> but we realized, uh, with especially with season nine coming up. Oh, yeah. Like, there's just no excuse not to do Dexter. We've been talking about it for years, and it's our last chance, which is great. And, yeah, this has been a lot of fun doing this with you, oh, doing this with the listeners. It's been great. It's been a lot of fun. And I thought, especially since it's season four. Yes. Almost halfway through. Oh, weird. <laughs> I, I thought I would commemorate this event. Yeah. With a gift. <gasps> what? <gasps> what? What? Guys, it is a Dexter the board game. If you look at what the back, as you have, it was clearly set for season three because it's mostly them. Like, you got a Dokes in there, but you still got a Quinn, and everyone is dressed like season three. Holy shit, guys. <gasps> the good news is that it is uh, two to four players, so I made sure that we could play it together. Oh, good. Yeah, you got all of Miami, including the Marina. You got two starting points, which is fun. Uh, you got blood spatter cards, and uh, Brian is there as a suspect. If for the character cards, each of the characters have their own little sayings. Yeah! Uh, Dex's is, you never express your thoughts, Dexter. Just for a change, why don't you share your secrets? Reveal all your on-the-job cards and tokens to your opponents. Sorry, it was just super small. Point is, they all have little things. It's fun. Oh, my God. The oh synopsis God. on the back is, you are Dexter. You're on the prowl through the streets of Miami in a dangerous pursuit of a suspect who has eluded justice. But if you play your cards right, he won't get away from you. Complete your blood spatter reports to avoid suspicion and be aware of opponents who seek to expose you. So I'm 90% sure this is basically a, like a chemistry set for blood spatter. Like... <laughs> Your toddler's first blood spatter set. Because that's kind of just sounds like that's what it is. But we got a sexy new Dexter board game. Oh my goodness. Guys, I'm like. <gasps> they have mini garbage bags. <laughs> they do. <laughs> oh my God. Are there like blood slides and everything? Do you have your own like. God. Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm on the verge of crying. I am so fucking happy. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, we'll take some pics and put it on the Instagram, and then we'll yes. figure out how to one how to play. Yeah, and then once we do figure out how to play, we might be able to put in a condensed version of that on YouTube or something. <gasps> I would love that. 
So yeah. I'm so happy. My husband loves me so much. Well. You got me a Dexter board game. Yay, Dexter <gasps> board game. It'll be fun. And I love how old it is. I love that it's not like all of the season eights. It's clearly yeah. like a season three. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> like like speaking of, of height of TV, that's when this board game came out. Oh my God, guys. I'm so happy right now. Yay. <laughs> Well, we already are going to have a really long episode. <laughs> so are you ready to dive on in? Holy shit. Fuck yes, I am. Okay. So, oh my God, John, I love you so much. Well, I love you. So <sighs> that works out. Yay. Uh, season four, episode one, Living the Dream. Uh, we start <laughs> out very season one, and Dex is driving around town talking about his primal needs and how tonight is the night. Yes, classic Dexter opening. But guess what, May? Yeah, what's it's up? It's because he is a Father, he can't get his kid to sleep. Oh man! He Tonight's has... the night he gets to sleep. He's a father. Oh, that's man. the whole joke. Do you get it? Because he's a dad. Okay. <laughs> Dex has been driving around trying to get his kid to sleep, and he drops that it's been about three months since the birth. Yeah. While this is happening, John Lithgow is getting a bath ready. He fills the tub up, puts a towel down, gets very naked. He sure does. And attacks a young, robed woman. Um, oh, man. Yes. Before we move on, I love so much how this scene is set up. Sure. It's such amazing editing, how they go back and forth between Dexter yeah. and John Lithgow. And how you kind of like you know first time i was watching this i really thought that it was dexter hunting john lithgow mm -hmm. <laughs> and, oh sure yeah of course you would yeah. and yeah and then the tonight's the night for mm -hmm. john lithgow but he's a dad he's a father yes dexter's a dad yes no i completely i love the editing and just so people are aware also from this point on if i haven't already done it if they're doing a lot of quick changes oh, i'm yeah. just gonna group them all together and talk about them at once. Yeah. So Lithgow gets her in the tub, chokes her out a little bit, and then cuts her leg, oh. and all while looking at her die with a handheld mirror. And it's one of those that even though you have no idea what's going on, you're like, oh, this is something. Like, I don't know what it is, but this yes. is clearly, they, they know what they're doing. The entire time that you see John Lithgow doing his ritual as opposed to watching Dexter do his ritual, and honestly, any other serial killer that we've seen doing their rituals, this ritual is extremely different. Yeesh. There is something very enticing and very different and psychological. You want to talk about things that are different and enticing and psychological. I definitely do. Well, let's get going to the opening credits that are all lame now because he has a family. <laughs> the Let's talk about some of the changes. The subtitles literally said off-kilter Dexter theme. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> very appropriate. We've been watching a lot of Loki, and it does feel like a multiversal. But what if he had a family? Yeah, it absolutely does feel that way. Go over the changes. It's so good. He doesn't slap the mosquito correctly. Oh, he puts no. a white shirt on, but there's throw up because he's oh. a father. Oh, man. Because he's a father. He ties <laughs> his boots together and the laces break. And that's actually not a problem. Those laces suck. I've had boots like that. Oh, yeah. With those laces. Oh, fuck me. No, they're the worst. Like those suede laces are nice, but yeah. no. 
I might be dramatic, but kill me first. <laughs> oh, and he yawns a lot. Oh, because he's sleepy. Because he's a father. He's a father. You get it? <laughs> Dex looks for his keys as Cody is playing Marco Polo. And Aster is listening to her loud music. And Aster comes out and is like, why do you hate my music? Get me an iPod. Oh, Everything man. is unfair. So thank God they had the few, like, four lines last season of Aster's growing up. Because she went from <laughs> six to 14 in, like, a season. <laughs> but, hey, it's good. She's doing it. Dex has court, but he stayed up with Harrison all night because he's a good papa. And, so of course, good. because he's a father, do you get this? He's a father. He finds his, Rita finds his keys in the fridge. That's Because oh. he's a father. Dexter. Also, who, 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 who did that? Who, who did, it wasn't Harrison. Was it Wait. Cody? Who put his keys in the fridge? Well, I mean, I, I think it was implying that Dexter did it. Oh, because he was that tired. Exactly. Because oh. he's a father. Yeah, I watched, I watched this nine, especially this season, like 14 times. I never got that. I thought it was like Cody or someone being like, fuck you, you're a father. But it's because he's a father. (laughs) Deb and Anton are starting this season right with some humps and Jon Stewart. You remember Jon Stewart? I love Jon Stewart. We've we've, well weirdly been watching a lot of his debates recently on YouTube. (gasps) Yeah, just just Like last week, I started just watching all of his Bill O'Reilly's and Wallace ones. It's great. Dude, watching that man debate is lovely. And watching Anton do his own debating. Ooh, a lot of of, uh, lip service there. (laughs) Ooh, zing. He's fluent in tongues. (laughs) Yeah, Anton's going down on her and asks her to record Jon Stewart. And then he did talk about how Deb moved in and Anton works on a cruise ship now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, holy shit. They're living together. That's huge for, especially Deb. And it turns out that Deb makes Anton very happy. So, yay. Yay. That he got skinned for something. It wasn't for nothing. <laughs> well, we have court time with Dexter, and this is fun. Because I don't think we've been back in a courtroom in a professional manner since season one. We've that, been back yeah. last season with Miguel, but that was not professional, if you get my drift. I, ooh, Do you get my drift? Oh, I get the drift. What if I send a Tokyo drift over to you? It'll just <laughs> uh, drift around you. It would just go around in a circle. It would. It would. <laughs> um, I'm going to cut this out, but in Please Tokyo don't. Drift, it's when Han is hitting on those girls, and he's just twirling around his car. Their car. <laughs> like, anyway, that's, that's that. Anyway, Dex gets up on the stand, and he does science, but, ooh, he science is so wrong. Oh, no, he's doing the wrong science. It's for the wrong, it's the right science, you bitch. It's the right (laughs) science. You can't do wrong science. It's the right science, but for a different case. Jeez, sorry, bitch. Aw, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, it's wrong, and it's cringy, and the lawyer does an amazing job because she is Michael Scott's product recall lady from The Office. When oh, they do. my So God. for those who don't remember, in The Office in season three, there's an episode titled Product Recall because a disgruntled member of the paper factory yes. um, puts an image of a beloved cartoon duck doing unspeakable actions to a beloved cartoon mouse. I think and, you had that reversed, but yes. Sure. I mean, it doesn't really matter who's on top. <laughs> uh Michael Scott goes to apologize and he, he tries to get a press conference going. And the woman's like, I do not accept. 
And that's this lady, and she plays a Karen really well. I'm sure she's wonderful in real life. Absolutely. She plays a killer Karen. Killer Karen. A killer Karen. Well, Quinn is there, and he's mad. Oh, my God. But I have a question. Yes. Dex may have mixed up cases. Sure. I yes. get that. But is that really enough to get off? I called him Mexican Rob Schneider. <laughs> um, but is that really enough to get him off? Because this, the science is still good. Like, does the jury ignore actual scientific evidence? Because even if he was like, okay, it was wrong, I still have the correct science on this poster board. Did they just ignore that because he pulled out the wrong file? Like, I don't think that's how juries should work. I would agree with you. And look, I have never been a part of a jury, but I I imagine, especially the way that this killer Karen totally killed it sure but there's still science that's my thing also <laughs> i feel like there's another tv show where dexter would say again i don't know why it's modern family but i keep going <laughs> I, I keep kicking modern family in the gut and being like if it was if dexter was there and he said he's sleep deprived uh from his new baby i feel like the jury would have gone oh yeah like there's another show here where i'm like yeah. that would have worked so i don't i don't feel bad too much but Deb is getting lunch with Francis, and Deb is halfway through the CI files. And Deb is basically looking through them for any reason to prove her perfect fucking father wasn't so fucking perfect. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Very good. good. Yeah. Dex walks by, and Quinn stops to have a chat, and he's still very mad about the courtroom fuck up. Jesus. He talks about a, he's like, hey, let me tell you a story. Hey, no, hey, buddy, come on, let me just finish my story. Kid is buying his first suit for his dad's funeral. Isn't that fucked up? No, seriously, let me finish. Isn't that fucked up? And Quinn uh. brought pictures like they would shock Dexter. And it's really funny. He thought that would work. Anyway, Deb comes to his defense. <laughs> and to Dexter's credit, he takes full accountability. And he's like, nah, I, 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 I fucked up. Anyway, after all this, Dex just wants to redirect his anger and frustration towards Benny Gomez. That's right. A.K.A. Mexican Rob Schneider. <laughs> Back at the briefing room, there is a case that comes in, and LaGuerta orders Deb, Quinn, Dex, and Vince to the crime scene. There we go. And guess what? It was the, the crime scene turned out all along to be the John Lithgow bathtub party room. Oh, Just sh- where that happened. That whole <laughs> thing happened. That's, that's where they're at right now. I didn't realize it was the John Lithgow bathtub party room. <laughs> Well, there's more than one person. If another person enters the bath, it's a party. That's, no, that's, that's fair. Yep. It's awful I'm, how it happened, but there it is. I'm it's not true. here to talk semantics with you. I'm here to tell you what the rules are. And the rules are, if there's two or more people in a bathtub, it's a party. It's a party. And there if there's is. a celebrity there, it's named after that celebrity. Hence, John Lithgow Bathtub Party Room. There it is, people. Dex calls the crime scene very well organized and laments how the killer didn't have kids. Because he's like, ah, you didn't have kids, I do. Right. Ah. This whole time, Dexter is very jealous of other people's free time. Outside, Quinn runs into a reporter named Christine Hill, and she's very gung-ho, talking about how this is clearly murder. Quinn gives her his card and then his personal cell, and he's like, hey, call me if uh, you break the case before us. And then as she leaves, he stares at her butt. She does look amazing in that pencil skirt. I will give her that. Okay. 
well, that's not really what this is about. This is about uh, sexism. <laughs> and you failed because Quinn was way out of line. <laughs> you, you, you don't have to work with someone just for it to be inappropriate to look at her butt. I really expected better of you. Look, back at the precinct kitchen, Deb and LaGuerta are bonding because Deb is freaking out about everything going well. And LaGuerta suggests Deb stops making herself crazy. She's like, give yourself a fucking break. Relax about it. Relax about it. My goodness. I love their dynamic. Like, it's clear that ever since they they shared their ganache frosted cupcakes, they've really opened up to each other a lot. They've done good. They've done good. Like, they're actually, like, giving each other, like, some relationship advice. Mm -hmm. And I... Love it. Yeah. Love it. Doing pretty, pretty great. Anton and Deb apparently tried to set LaGuerta up on a date. Yes! And it didn't work because she's not looking for anyone. But thank you. Mm. Back at Dexter's lab, he is enjoying the alone time with his blood. No (laughs) family, no Marco Polo. When he decides to police Google Benny Gomez and he gets a call from Rita. Apparently, Harrison won't go down for his nap, so Dex sings him America the Beautiful. And, like, I have 14 and a half thousand questions. (laughs) Why that song? Why would a thousand? I get it because Dexter has terrible music sense. Yes, he loves March music. It's really, really weird. And appropriate. It's good. I don't actually have a problem with it. It's just, it's another Dexterism that's like. It is. Well, and it's also, I think I've. Well, okay, I also really like the artistry of him singing that song to his son while he is looking at the most horrific crime scene pictures. Like, yeah. like it, there's like a little like, oh, yeah, isn't America such a nice place? Sure. You know? No, like, I do. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I, it just feels more like a, a concept for a trailer than it does uh, the thing. Like, you would, I get that. But, yeah, no, whatever. Uh, later that night, Vince is trying to get people out for drinks. Uh, Deb Quinn and Dex decline, but Angel joins him. Yeah. Uh, Dexter goes out for his own drink, stopping by Tito's Bar, a bar that Benny frequents, and notices that there are no security cameras and Dex can grab him super easy. So, hoo hoo Speaking of hoo uh, we cut to LaGuerta and Batista, and they're having work humps. Oh, shit! Yes, they are! <laughs> oh, did not see that coming. Yep, and we do know from later that things did not work out with Barbara, Gianna. Yeah. I, I, want, I always wanted to know why they broke up, because they wanted different things. What does that specifically mean? Because Batista is not very picky. No. There's not a lot, so it feels like it would weirdly be a barber thing. But Batista doesn't see his kid enough for that to be a problem. (laughs) So I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, they wrote her out, and it sucks because she was a great, strong, great fucking character. And nothing against LaGuerta, but the first time I watched this, I had so much fucking resentment for her already because I wasn't in her corner before this season. Sure. And then now, because it's like, well, we had it. Right. Why would you just replace it? Like, just let... Angel have a nice life, and his wife comes in every once in a while. You know what I mean? I fully agree but with you. that aside, getting over the Barbara bullshit, uh, I like them together. They're good. I mean, it makes sense. I just don't really know why they wouldn't have shown us. Like, it wasn't cool enough for them to be like, reveal! 
And you're like, wow. Sure. It's, it's just like, oh, I guess they have sex. Yeah, yeah good. But I, yeah. Why, why wouldn't we be a part of it from the beginning? Fully Spend the full that. season. You feel like, hey, we, we got close over the summer. I don't know. It's fine. Great. Good for yeah, you. More humps. I, and more humps. All the humps. Yeah, I, I fully understand that. And I think my one little note there is I feel like Batista and LaGuerta have a lot more la pasión. Sure, sure. I mean, this did start out with them just about to have humps or uh, they just had humps or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I... I don't know about that. I really mm. like Barbara, and I, I, I think that that was. I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. Yes. Yeah, it is what it is. Back at Rita's, Dex is taking pics of Harrison with the biggest fucking camera, and yeah, it's his crime scene camera. I mean, good. Just, <laughs> yeah. Dex and Rita are talking about babies and life when Aster's music wakes Harrison up, and oh. Aster is forced to calm him down. Rita explains how kids work to Dex. She's like, no, 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 no. It's a power play. Don't get her an iPod. I'm going to yeah. figure I'm, I got this. Which I really like that side of Rita. Oh, I love it. Well, and also Rita handling preteen Aster Very is good. perfect. She well, knows how to work with teen angst. <laughs> Aster's what? 11? Actually, I think she is around 13 at this Oh, she's point. A, she, okay. Well, I then think if she was Rita, she'd be getting married in three years. Yep, exactly. To a man that we never get to know about. And it's fine. Who was this Ackerman? Okay. Uh, we cut to an elevator ride with so much sexual tension. Boom, yum, 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 between LaGuerta and Batista until Vince pokes his head into frame. Oh my God, Masuka cop block. Back at Lisa Bell's crime scene, Dex found extra blood, but it's old blood. And then there's also older blood than that under a tile. <gasps> There's just all sorts of blood in that kitchen, all, or in that bathroom. All the blood. Quinn getting super mad at Dex for court, then oh staying mad at him throughout this whole episode, really kind of makes Quinn feel like they're tr- trying to make him the new Dokes, and it doesn't quite work. I felt that too. Dokes worked because he was a pit bull in a tight polo who only caught bad guys. Yes. Morning, noon, and night, he lived to stop bad guys. That's and right. nothing perks him up. Quite like catching the scent of a bad guy. If you notice, at the beginning of most Doke scenes, where he's just in the precinct, yes. before they get the call to the crime scene, he's yeah. normal. After they're like, we got a crime scene, you can see his nipples poking through his polo. Like, he's really into this. And that was Dokes, and that was great. Quinn is a good cop, but he's a party boy. And it's hard to take a fuckboy seriously and when, especially when he's being compared to Dokes, because yeah. he's a, all we've seen from uh, Quinn is his gold chains, his shamrock tattoo. Yeah, um, I mean, don't get me watch. wrong. He's a he was an amazing fuckboy during that uh, bachelor party scene. Oh, perfect! I love him as a fuckboy. Perfect. But don't try to change him into Dokes. I agree with you. Anyway, Deb leaves because as Dex is working, he runs into Lundy. Oh my God! It's, he's back. It's the Crypt Keeper himself. Oh! He, he, he imhoteped himself a few people. Oh, my Getting gosh. life force from each person. Oh, my God. And he, uh, he's back. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> the old jokes won't stop. But holy shit, Lundy's back! He's back. And, okay, so here's the thing. 
What a great reveal that would have been. Wouldn't that have been great, everybody? Motherfuck. Uh, I, binged, I binged this season when I first watched it, and I got mad. This is the first time I ever got, I've ever gotten mad at a previously on. Yes. Because the previously on's like, hey, do you remember this guy from two seasons ago? And I'm like, fuck you, I remember him. Like, yes, I do. I wish you could have just shown yeah, me. Yeah, now I'm waiting. Yeah, anyway, so I was really mad at this. This Ugh. reminds me of when a friend of mine watched Smallville, and we got to the finale. Where, again, all of, if you know anything about Smallville, it's that he didn't put the suit on until the last 10 minutes. And that's uh, all we were waiting for. Yeah. And we watched it on, like, the CW app, like, on his TV. And while watching it, it went to commercial. And it was like, hey, maybe you should watch Smallville. And it showed the scene where he's in the suit. And I'm like, Fucking I'm, hell. I'm in this, motherfucker. Right. I'm already watching it. Don't show me ads for movies that I'm a I'm in the theater to watch. Cinemark. Oh, my anyway, God. That happens all the time. Well, and I also I just can't help but think of any fucking trailer that we watch and they reveal Sony. Oh, my God. Every Sony, Sony trailer. Yeah. Sony is bad at it. And then also don't watch any trailer for any Terminator movie because they tell you all of the twists. Sure. Immediately, I I could argue don't watch any past two. No, I mean, but, that, I mean that's fair. Yeah, no, we, we could have a Terminator podcast. We, ooh, <laughs> we can talk about that. But we're not here to talk about that. We're to talk about a very old man named Lundy. <laughs> and Dex tells Lundy that Deb isn't there, and Lundy's like, "No, I'm here to see you." First off, what the fuck do you? Does okay? Actually, before I get angry, maybe the reason he isn't asking about Deb. Does he, does he remember Deb? I don't mean to be sensitive, oh but does my he, God. does he actually remember her? It might take him a few moments. Oh my God, to, he's to not that old. No, he's not that young either. Alzheimer's <laughs> real, May, and we need oh to take these seriously. You're never going to be ready when someone you know gets Alzheimer's. Jesus, he's only 60. That's not old enough for that shit. We're all in shock. Oh my God. Okay. No, um, you come to Miami and you not see Deb first, I cry foul, sir. I cry foul. And not foul like you fucked up, foul like a chicken. I call, I'm calling him a chicken. I cry foul, sir. No, he's a chicken. You old, aged chicken. Okay. <clears throat> I have that off of my chest. I have it off of my chest. Lundy is there, and he seems to know more about the case than he should. He seems to have history with the killer, Ooh. which makes me wonder, is John Lithgow a Lundy? Is this a weird, like, they're brothers, and they're, they're, oh. one's a good one, and the other one's a bad one, and they've been chasing each other for 30 years? Ooh! Um, Ooh, like, like instead of the Moser brothers, yeah. it's, it's the Lundy brothers. Lundy brothers. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, speaking of, I learned a, a, a fact about Brian Moser that I would like to talk to you about while we're here. Oh, tell me. Uh, it turns out that the first choice for Brian Moser. Like ac the, the actor. The actor. Yeah. Was offered and declined by Mr. Potato Head himself, Jeremy Renner. Oh, no fucking way. He put it down. He turned it down because he just got an Academy Award or something for playing another serial killer. And he's like, I'd be too close. So he said no. But original Brian Moser was supposed to be a very young uh, Jeremy 
uh, It's No Surprise <laughs> Renner. If you haven't listened to Jeremy Renner's music, it's phenomenally terrible, and I love it. Oh, dear Lord. It is a treat. Yeah. Um, if you like autotune, you're in for a treat. But <laughs> You're in for no surprise. <laughs> Deb is looking through more CI files when we see that Laura's file is still there. But Deb goes to talk to her current contact. And when she brings up Harry, the contact is like, Ooh, handsome Harry Morgan. <laughs> and I'm like, he's not bad looking, but ladies man Harry, really? Like, like uh, Raiden from Mortal Kombat Annihilation <laughs> is this handsome Harry Morgan. <laughs> Brian, Brian. Uh, who's played by Paul Walker in Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh. His boss is the guy. Oh, yeah? That's like, handsome Harry Morgan. <laughs> anyway, she talks about Harry, and she makes it sound a lot like they had an affair with Harry. Oh, my God. But she God. didn't. She, I call her an old bag, because she was <laughs> a bored old lady who, instead of helping, talked for 10 minutes like she fucked your dad, yeah. only to be like, Honey, you have got the wrong idea here. Get her out of here. Jesus, right? Like the fucking runaround is yeah. like it's like this. Ooh, I said <laughs> just, yes. Oh, I told Harry yes. Oh yes, Harry yes, yes, yes. But I'm, he never asked the question. I must have asked. I must have told him yes twelve times a day. <laughs> but he wasn't God. asking the right question. It's bullshit. Look, back Dear at Dexter's Lord. lab. Back at Dexter's lab, he finds a broken down boxing arena for Benny's kill room. Oh, yeah. Benny used to be a boxer. Yeah. 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 I love this show because it wouldn't matter. If Dex just killed a dentist in a boxing arena, no one would care. They'd be like, yeah, I didn't want to go to his fucking dentist's office. Right. Deb gets back to her desk and someone is killing tourists. But hey, I don't want to talk about that. Oh. Soderquist gets a few lines. He does! Yay! He asks what happened to Barbara, and this is where Batista says they wanted different things. And then Soderquist asks if he can ask her out, and what if they end up together? I am 99% sure, yeah, and 100% sure this isn't a spoiler, where Barbara does not come back, nor I think is she even mentioned after this. I don't think so. If she is, it's one more time and it's another throwaway line. Yeah. And it, it would be this season. Point is, we never hear about Barbara again. Which is Could too that, bad. Well, is it? Because mm-hmm. maybe that's because Mrs. Barbara Soderquist. <gasps> that's my headcanon and no one can talk me out of it. You know what? I love it. And it, now it is my headcanon. I take your headcanon and now it is ours. Oh, you're, you're, you're appropriating something for yourself. Yes, that's exactly I understand. what I'm doing. Okay. Well, that's you are me. very white. <laughs> no. The gloves are off. Much like a boxing match, the gloves are off. So Dex... He got me good. Well, speaking of getting people good, Dex still has his apartment, and <gasps> I'm about 90% sure it's a secret. Well, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, of course. How the fuck does he keep this apartment a secret? I would say by paying rent. By paying rent and not telling anybody. It's been three months. No, no, no. Since the baby was born. Oh, because she wasn't showing at the wedding. Exactly. Which means it's, and and I mean, she was maybe like three or four months pregnant at the wedding. No, no, no. Yeah. So it did. Yeah. 
it's like well, almost been a year since he's had this apartment may a I? secret. May I? You, uh, I may, but okay. you may. Um, if I, John, then <laughs> I would argue that when you have someone as trusting as Rita, um, it's easy to lie to them. And when you take advantage of that, for instance, I can give you a few examples of uh, maybe the last three years uh-huh. where maybe Dex fibbed and he shouldn't have. Yeah, no, it's but this is one where it's it does feel like he crossed a line a little bit. A little bit. A lot. He crossed a line. A Sorry, lot. what am I doing? Yeah. Defending this guy. Ridiculous. He's a serial killer. Did you know that? <laughs> Don't defend him. What? Okay. Oh, my God. Dex goes back to the boxing arena and sets up the kill room, and it's really cool to see him set it up. But I love it. Every I time talk, he does it. I agree. I want to talk more about um, how many sexy kill rooms he needs. I don't give a fuck. I want more weird, sexy, memorable places. I want yes. a place that if I see it, I'm like, that's what happened. He should have he should have killed Lila on the Eiffel Tower. Like, Ooh. on the Eiffel Tower. Just stick her on top. <laughs> and be like, I gotta get back to America. Like, no, just give me, give me more. I love the boxing arena so much. And we haven't gotten a lot of amazing... We have a handful of really good... Uh, kill rooms but they haven't yes. been as consistent because other shit comes up i agree i like it i like it look oh yes and also i i hope you have been compiling a list of your favorite kill rooms because i think we we need to have like some sort of special where we yeah. reveal our favorites they're going to be releasing season nine i'm sure weekly so it would yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to save a lot of that type of stuff, the, the retrospective stuff, hopefully for closer to season nine. Yes. So that we, because I, I don't want to stop doing as many episodes as we do. Maybe not five, but I want to do more than one a week. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that off air. Ooh. Later, Dex is stalking Benny at Tito's bar when he falls asleep because, May, he's a father. He's a <laughs> he's, father, May. He's a father. Uh, tap, tap, tap. Is it illegal to sleep in your car outside a bar? Is this because this guy is acting like it's the worst thing you could do? He is. He is pulling out all of the fucking stops like, for a guy who's sleeping in the car. Yeah. Well, and someone that he already knows works for Miami Metro. Like this is with the cop perks. Yeah. But I don't think it's bad. I, I it's not great, but it's not no. like illegal. It's like sleeping at a park. You probably can if you choose the right time. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's it's not it's frowned upon, but yeah, it's relax like lax about it, like masturbating on an airplane. <laughs> uh, as Dex is doing his sobriety test, Benny walks out, and Dex um, has that moment of Benny, no Benny, damn, he's too far. Because oh, yeah. even though the cop is wrapping up, the guy is maybe a block away. That that's fair. You Dexter I mean? could catch up to like, him. Like, where is he going? And he knows where he lives. Like, he could catch him before. I'm just saying that he gave up way too quickly. <laughs> it's like in movies where people should be able to catch someone who just got away. Perfect example: CW's The Flash. Oh, Every yeah. time he gets like punched in the face, falls down, which is fine. Then he gets up, and it's been less than four seconds, and they're like, they're gone. And I'm like, great, you're the Flash. Go get Go- him. Get him. What are yeah. you talking about? Anyway. I'm, I'm with you there. Just, just go, go. It's, nah, it's too far. <laughs> it's like, well, and it's Dexter and his goddamn code stopping him all the time. Back at Rita's house, Harrison is asleep. So Rita wants slow, hot, steamy, naughty humps. 
And I believe this is the third out of the fourth season premiere where Rita is hungry for humps. Oh my goodness. Hungry for humps? She is. Every season premiere, except for one. Yes. Okay. Yes. And that's for a reason. But two, three, and four, every season starts with, I'm hungry for humps. (laughs) Yes, Dexter. You are completely correct. Thank you. I love that Dex has been faking being people for so long that he can adequately perform tired sex on autopilot. And she's like, awesome. You did great. I know. (laughs) Because even beforehand, when when she pulls out the basket and she's in her cute little nighty with the little feather wand. Yeah. It's, yeah, Dexter just, like, looking over and just like, oh, oh. Maybe I can get a sleep in between. Okay, look, in Rita's defense, Dex is always working, quote, unquote, long hours. Yes. So on the one night he does get home early, it does it makes sense that she's like, ah, oh, I'm hungry for humps. I'm yeah. cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> hungry for humps. I'm, I'm cuckoo for Dexter humps. Oh. Uh, later, the baby wakes up, so careful your language uh, dex goes to calm the baby which is super nice but does rita work so this has nothing to do with gender this has to do with whoever's working she was working for sill last season i've seen no indication that she has a job this season I'm, i understand it again it is not her fault because he is not communicating to her that's right there. but it should be rita that gets the kid I agree with you. She doesn't know how bad court went. I get that. He's not a communicative guy. No, he's not. And I know that she's still taking care of the kids. And then maybe that's good. Maybe Dexter needs to take care of the kid at night so that she can take care of the other kids during the day. I don't know. But I'm just saying he's a serial killer. He needs sleep. Uh, (laughs) Your serial killers need some sleep. That is very true. Now, I, I, I also think that... It's Dexter. We know Dexter. He is definitely a control freak. I also see him, like, as soon as he decides, no, I'm getting the baby. Oh, sure. That he's going to go, like, no, Rita, I'll get the baby. Well, and you know he wanted to get the baby so badly because this is the trailer moment where he's like, like, can I tell you a secret? Which for a second, I was like, Dexter's secrets. And I'm like, ooh, what are you going to tell me? Yeah. And (laughs) much like our occasional spoiler section, it... It feels like if people have been, haven't been listening to our spoiler section, they're yeah. going to go back and it'll be kind of like this, where Dexter's like, I'm going to tell you a secret. Ooh. Daddy kills people. And I'm like, yeah, we've known that. This is a, this is a secret for Harrison. Yeah. I worry that if people go back to our earlier spoiler specials or spoiler oh, yeah. sections, it'll be stuff like very obvious like that. It's like, did you know Deb was his sister? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Dex promises Harrison not to go anywhere, and he won't let Harrison lose his innocence like Dex's was lost. Oh, which is a really sweet moment. That's a that's a that's a moment that I'm sure every uh, parent has with their kids of like, I will not let the world hurt you. Oh, a thousand percent. Uh, next day, Dex orders his third super coffee, and the food truck guy warns him to slow down. Yeah. That's when you know you've. That's when you know you've had too much caffeine. Is when the person giving it to you is like, "Woo, buddy!" Right. It's like, slow it down. You're you're tempting the heart gods right now. <laughs> Christine Hill, the reporter, brought Quinn a copy of her article. He flirts with her and tells her stuff, but. It's in that, like, off-the-record way, mm-hmm. where it's not off-the-record. 
And he tells her about the vacation murders, and then she asks him out. Vince comes into Dexter's lab to uh, tell him that they can't figure out uh, who that old blood um, under the tile came from. Yeah. So Dex is like, let's just police Google it. And he does. (laughs) And it turns out there was a murder, the exact same type, 30 years ago. Oh, shit. Pretty crazy. Super crazy. Lundy comes in with a, what's weird? Which you know, (laughs) he was waiting for his moment to come in. He was waiting by the door for a while. If you've seen Arrested Development, Tony Wonder, who is played by Ben Stiller, is a magician. And at one point, he waits in a dumbwaiter for way too long (laughs) until someone says the word wonder so he can pop out and say, Tony Wonder. And (laughs) I feel like there's something where Lundy was, yeah, outside waiting. I'm sure Ramos, Angel, maybe even Matthews all tried to talk to Lundy. And he's like, shh, 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 go away, go away. I'm trying something. Shush. And then just like waving him away and telling him. I'm not even here. I'm not even here. Go, go. And then cut to. What's weird? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lundy recognizes Vince, but I was a little surprised at how much it was a recognized Vince, not remembers Vince, not like yeah. he's not super warm. He's like, oh yeah, I remember you a little bit. Um, but yeah. he is here to talk to Dex because Lundy is here for a case. Oh man! Turns out Lundy retired, and I have so many questions. How <gasps> did this happen? Because it sure seems like he was forced out. He is vital. He is. He's, he's got it together. It feels like one of those, like, FBI forcing an old man to, like, either take a desk job or retire. Yeah. And he's like, fine, I'll leave. I wonder if he got really obsessed with the Trinity Killer and he wasn't oh, yeah. getting off of that. I think know? that would be great. I, I wonder why, how, how obsessive could he get? Because I don't think Lundy's the type to shirk off a new case for an old case. He might still have his eye on the Trinity Killer, but he does feel like the type of guy that would still finish the one he's on. Mm -hmm. But I do like that a lot. I like that idea that he just couldn't shake this. But yeah, he was gone. And also, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck (gasps) his corpse. God. No, seriously, (laughs) fuck him a little bit. Like, he's kind of an asshole. Because if he had, like, retired a year and, like, a month ago, Uh he and Deb would never have had to uh, break up. That's... That yeah. is fair. That's called, those are called facts, Lundy. <laughs> aged creep. Oh, my God. I'm so mad at him. He's he's not good, and you're supposed to be, get better when you're old because you <gasps> learn things, and he learned nothing. Oh, my God. He's so bad at everything. <laughs> Sorry. I just there, I have a lot I, of I have a lot of emotions bubbling to the surface with Lundy coming back. Mm, I didn't weird. So, so does Deb. So. Mm, mm. Look, Lundy is going after the Trinity Killer he calls him and he says he's the one that got away but Lundy can't even prove that Trinity exists hence why there's no FBI behind it. Oh man. Lundy's cases go back 15 years but the Lisa Bell one is 30 years old so that means that uh, yeah as far as they know Trinity is the most successful serial killer to get away with it. Fascinating. Yeah. I wonder if that summoned him because we cut to John Lithgow weeping no continuously in pain yeah and he looks like he's at that old steve rogers gym in like you know at the beginning of avengers one yeah where it's just this like shitty 1940s gym yeah it's just like falling apart and no one's there like no staff (laughs) you know yeah same thing so he's at the steve rogers gym 
yelling no under a steamy shower. Oh. Back at Deb's desk, she's on the phone with Anton when she sees motherfucking Lundy. Oh, my God. And what a perfect response to seeing your ex that you were totally in love with. Motherfucking fuck. Yep. She tells Anton she has a meeting, so that's not a good sign to begin with. No. But Lundy congratulates her on making detective, but doesn't tell her about the case. Mm. Then, LaGuerta and Angel are waiting for the elevator together again when Vince catches the doors right before they close. So, uh-huh. But LaGuerta and Angel are acting, if you remember the television show um, NBC's The Office. Uh, I'm familiar. In it, there's a will-they-won't-they they with Jim and Pam until season four where oh. they get together. And it's great when they get together. Yeah. Angel and Maria are acting like when Pam and Jim got together and were keeping it a secret, but also acting as if anyone else in the office cared. <laughs> because they're like hiding their relationship. And I'm like, I really don't think people would give a shit. Like maybe no. the brass, maybe official shit, but like, yeah. who cares? And they're like, shh, let's be secret and sexy. Secret and sexy humps. That's all I want. Yes. And I'm like, I don't think you need to be this secretive, guys. Right. I really think the only person who would actually care would be Captain Matthews. And we haven't seen him in ages. He's probably dead. <laughs> no. But I also feel a bit like everyone else in the office when when Jim and Pam announced their engagement. Oh, yeah. And everyone's kind of confused and not happy for them. Like, someone's like, I thought she was already engaged. And they're like, that was to Roy. You know, like, that's how I feel with this. It's like, if Angel and Maria were to announce their relationship to the priest, the bullpen, Uh it'd be like, wait, I thought you were already dating someone. And she's like, no, that was Bertram. That was two years ago. It didn't count. Okay. And yeah, anyway. And no one knew about it. But yeah. Like, I'm I'm really happy for them. But like, who gives a shit? Just, Just do it. Look, Dex needs to grab... Benny Gomez, and it's too risky to try the bar again, okay? So he goes to Benny's trailer, and I love how he just walks right up, he knocks on the door, and just does it. Well, okay. Bing, bang, boom. See, like, he was talking beforehand how, like, no, that's, that's such a risk because he lives at a trailer park, and then he, when he when it comes down to it, he just goes for it. Well, it was risky. He just did it correctly. Do it correctly the first time instead of waiting at the he, bar. Well, fair. you got to follow the code. Oh. You're you're talking like a real Miguel over here. <laughs> Just calm down. Dex is waiting for Benny to wake up in the cool boxing kill room, and Dex is so tired he used one of he uses one of his poppers to wake himself up. Oh my god! I've kind of low key always wanted to try that. I've kind of thoroughly wanted to. Oh, there we. <laughs> But yeah, both of ours worked, by the way. I just wanted to put that out there. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they totally do. I love Dexter in this whole scene. He is all over the place, sweating, pacing, kind of like doing like some like anxious caffeinated jumping. I got two for you. Oh, Um, go. my first note is exactly what you're saying. I like a manic Dex. Yes. His hair is everywhere. He's weird. And then he's also acting weird enough pacing around. He's giving off real Kylo Ren vibes from Ooh. Force Awakens Ooh. when he's just stabbing his laser wound. Oh, when he's like 
yeah. smashing it. Yeah. Hitting it with his fist. Ah, and there's like blood on the snow. And he's just being weird and like, I'm into this. I'm really into this. And you're like, yeah. Ooh, you are. That's, <laughs> that's what it's like. And I like it. I like Dex it too. gets a call from Rita asking him to pick up some ear medicine for Harrison. So Dex kills Benny quickly. Very quickly. Dexter cuts him out of the thing, cuts him into pieces. Yeah. He does drop a few because he's terrible. And tired. Yeah. It was like his thigh that just yeah. like rolls off the table. And he's like, God, fuck. God damn it. But we cut to him putting Benny in his trunk. And Dex is drowsy driving when Ghost Harry pops up to try to wake him up. If any of you have seen, oh, I want to venture it is season three of The Simpsons. Oh. When Homer buys Lisa a pony and he gets a second job at the Quickie Mart. Oh, yeah. There's a wow, scene. deep cut. Thank you. There is a scene of Homer drowsy driving that is almost exactly the scene. Yes, exactly. He turns on the radio no, and, and he, it's sees, like... he sees things that are like, wake up. And like, yeah, it's, it's very good. Well, drowsy, Dex, dreamy Dexter. Dex causes a major car accident with no other cars around because he's a fucking idiot. Oh, but man. He is stupid. So Holy that's how it goes. Holy shit, the yeah. car rolls. It's yeah. devastating. Because he was just dumb. You could have just slowed down, buddy. Oh, Dexter! Yep. Dexter! Well, look, he is in a car accident, there's a body in the trunk, and I don't know what's going to happen next. Well, I mean, I do, but, okay. you know. But do you? <laughs> I am very excited to talk to about the next episode, but I don't have any spoilers. Oh. Um, I think, personally, this was a great opening. Um, I love the family life. It's, I love the aesthetic. I love the house. Yes. I love everything about it. It's great. It almost feels like we we jumped into a different show. Y- yes, and I fully agree. They did it so seamlessly that oh, I, it, it's a it's great that yes. John Lithgow is terrifying <gasps> and confusing and haunting. Oh my god, it's fascinating. Yeah, and the the writing, the editing, everything is so stellar. What a fabulous episode pilot to season four. Woo! Thank you guys so much for listening and for watching with us. And yeah, listen to us tomorrow as we talk about episode two. Yeah, and we'll we'll keep you guys. um, The Dexter board game looks wonderfully lame. Oh my god! Like I'm really excited to dive into that. So we'll we'll figure out a way to to do that. And oh yes, we will be able to share it. Oh, it's gonna be so great! I'm I'm legitimately happy about this. I'm so 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 excited. Yeah. Yes. Stay tuned for that as well. Oh, if you would like to contact us, our email address is tilldeathdoeswatch at gmail.com. You can also find us on the socials, and we'll talk to you there, and we will also talk to you tomorrow. He's a father, May. You get it? He's a father. father.